2: Welcome to this edition of the Giants Huddle Podcast. My name is Madeline Burke here with Sean O'Hara for a rapid reaction of the Giants' 27-13 loss to the Seahawks in Seattle. But first, a reminder that the Giants Huddle Podcast is available on Giants.com slash podcast and on all popular podcast platforms. Sean, Giants go out to Seattle last game before the bye week. It was a tough one, 27-13 loss, as I mentioned. But this one really didn't get out of hand until late.
1: No, the Giants had a chance to win the game, and you know, thanks to some spirited play by the defense, a nice turnover by Odori Jackson uh, that they, they turned into a touchdown. Um, you know, they had a shot in the fourth quarter, which is really you know, that's been kind of their mo this whole season: is play the game tough, get the game into the fourth quarter, find a way to make some plays to win. And they fell a little short with that. And offensively, it was it was tough sledding from the get go. Look, I mean, they start off the game with three. Uh, three and outs, you know, they punt the ball 46 yards of offense in the first half. So, you know, Seattle's a tough place to play. Leading up to it, you know, we, we talked about it all week long with the players and with the coaches about, look, it's a hostile environment. The crowd noise is a factor. Plus, you know, the Giants have been on a little bit of a road trip here with the London game and then playing in Jacksonville and Baltimore and, you know, now another long flight. So uh, you, you could tell that this, you know, this was – kind of a little foreshadowing of, hey, look, you know, you've got to take care of your body and this is going to be a tough game. Um, ended up being that. Uh, I think the defense, you know, played as well as you could play on the road. Look, they held Seattle to three for 13 on third down. I mean, that was big. Um, you know, ultimately the special teams turnovers ended up haunting them. You know, there's nothing more deflating for a defense than getting the offense off the field. And then the punt return coughs it up and you got to go right back out there. So. I think that kind of took some uh, some wind out of their sails, but um, you know, all in all, I think it was a frustrating performance by the offense. But things that they can correct.
2: Yeah, you mentioned the special teams turnovers. It was tough, right? The first one comes as the defense has an incredible stop. Leonard Williams with a sack. Xavier McKinney with a sack. Backing the Seahawks up and forcing them to punt. They punt. Richie James just drops the ball and gives it right back to Seattle, and then. Once again, similar scenario, Richie James drops the ball. He's later taken off with a concussion after that play. Um, So hopefully he can get back soon. But, you know, you mentioned the slow start for the offense as well. One thing of note that we talked about earlier and we talked about on the postgame show is just how shorthanded this offense was. Without Evan Neal, a starting tackle, without Ben Bredesen, uh, Kadarius Toney was traded earlier this week. Uh, without Kenny Galladay, there's just a laundry list of players that weren't available, and that's got to make an impact on this tired and banged-up team.
1: Yeah, and you could see that offensively. They were a little bit out of sync uh, at times. And Daniel Bellinger, they certainly missed him, not just as a receiver, but as a blocking tight end. So you know, we saw Nick Gates get activated. We saw him in at tight end uh, on a number of situations. You know, the Giants were trying to make do with what they had. Josh Azudu and Tyree Phillips making their first starts of the season. Uh, You know, for a rookie in Azudu, your first start in Seattle, that's a tough task. Um, You know, we saw the crowd noise be a factor. Tyree Phillips had a false start. We saw a delay of game. Um, You know, I thought they, for the most part, handled that aspect of it, but – You could tell. Look, with Saquon Barkley, you know, I mean, he's done so much damage in the second half for teams, but just 2.7 yards per carry for him, that's uncharacteristic of the way the season's gone for him. And I think a lot of that is to be attributed to, look, you've got a a new right tackle, you've got a new left guard, there's going to be plays where things just aren't as cohesive as they should be. The run fits didn't seem like they were there as, as like they usually are. And you know, they just couldn't get any big plays going offensively. Uh, they, you know, Daniel Jones was held in check. He had a couple of runs here and there, and they were able to move the chains and put together a couple of drives, but just not a lot of big, splashy plays. And, look, that the offense is not built for that, but you still you need to find a way to, to manufacture that at some point. Um, that being said, I think Daniel Jones continues to play exceptionally well. Uh, converted on a third and twelve and a third and eleven to Darius Slayton, so that connection continues to flourish. It started in London with the Green Bay Packers game, and you know now they seem to have a pretty good connection. But um, when you're when you're playing a, a tough team like Seattle, and with the way things were going uh, defensively, you know you, you need the offense to provide a little spark so that the defensive guys aren't looking at you like, "Hey, we're we're out here playing our our, our hearts out over yeah. here. We need a little more from you guys."
0: Live Nation presents Concert Week. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
2: Bitch. Yeah, and the one spark that, that that they did get, though, is you know, Xavier McKinney, or, or, or Dory Jackson, pardon me, Dory Jackson kind of forces a fumble off of Tyler Lockett inside the five. The Giants pick it up, and two plays later, Saquon Barkley punches that into the end zone. But, you know, other than that touchdown, Saquon, as you mentioned, had an uncharacteristically quiet game. He came into this game leading the league in scrimmage yards, second in the league in yards on the ground. Comes away with just 53 yards rushing, and, uh, you know, that's that's not what he wanted. But, again, this offense had a lot of rhythm to get into, and, and Daniel Jones and Darius Slayton getting that, rhythm going in the second half you know Darius Slayton I talked to him a couple weeks ago and those two came in together they were drafted in the same draft class and they had that connection that first year but things have ebbed and flowed and Slayton describes it as like an old married couple you know they've been through a lot they've seen their trials and tribulations but now they're starting to figure it out again and kind of find their way back to each other and that's something that this team needs to see because another week of eight different players catching a pass from Daniel Jones there is no clear number one it's kind of being spread around
1: yeah. And it's tough, not just on Daniel Jones, but on Mike Kafka too. You know, mm-hmm. when you've got that much uh, turnover at those positions, you you want to run all these exotic plays and do these different things, but you know, you've got Tanner Hudson and Myrick that are filling in for Bellinger. Maybe they haven't run some of those plays as much um, as you had in the past. So it makes it tough. Um, you know, but you mentioned Slayton looking at eight, eight touchdowns as a rookie um, when he and Daniel Jones burst onto the scene and you can kind of see he's trying to get back into that. He's, More comfortable in this offense, you could see that there's a little more rhythm, um, a little more confidence with that. But um, that's something that they need to find a way to to get more production out of. Daniel Jones, you know, again, took care of the football. uh, His fourth or fifth straight game without an interception, so he's doing a good job. uh, You know, given with what what he has to work with right now, Uh, but you could just tell it's you know, offensively, it's it's going to take. We're going to have to go on 12, 13, 14 play drives in order to get touchdowns because we're not a very explosive offense. We don't have a lot of big plays. Um, and that makes it tough when, when you're having a, a tough day and you know moving the ball and getting touchdowns, settling for field goals. You know you really got to rely on the defense. And you know I thought Xavier McKinney, you mentioned his sack. Um, Leonard Williams, I thought had a phenomenal game. He had eight tackles. He had five quarterback hits to go along with that sack. I think it was his first sack of the season as yep. well. So big game for him. And he was so close to having a couple of other sacks. They got a lot of pressure on Geno. Um, you know, I thought defensively they played well enough to win the football game. You know, the offense and the special teams just didn't come to play.
2: Well, and, you know, coming into this game, you know, this defense has been the reason largely that this team is 6-2, and two, right? They've been the backbone of this team. But they also knew that their strength is not against the run. And Seattle is a team that runs heavily. And, you know, this defense really stepped up and held Seattle – uh, to just seven, eighty-seven yards on the ground. Kenneth Walker III, who's kind of burst on the scene in his rookie season, he's had 353 yards and four touchdowns in the previous three weeks coming into this game. He's held to just 51 yards on the ground. He did get into the end zone as well, though. Uh, for the defense to really step up an area in which they acknowledge themselves isn't their strength. Uh, that's a a positive thing to see at this point in the season as well. Yeah, they
1: did a great job. Kenneth Walker, he averaged 2.8 yards in in this game per carry. Coming into the game, I think he led the league. He was averaging over six yards a carry. So Mm -hmm. uh, no doubt that was a focal point, and obviously they wanted to slow down that run game, force Geno Smith to throw the football. The one thing that I think was probably disappointing was they gave up a couple of big plays in the passing game. And... Look, Geno Smith, this is not the Geno Smith everybody's used to. It's not the Geno Smith that was with the Jets. Not even the Geno Smith that was with the Giants here. Right. I mean, he is playing his best football. He And actually, Seattle's winning because of him, not in spite of him. I, he has been doing a great job with the deep throws. Um, you know, he had eight deep passing touchdowns coming into this game, which led the NFL. Um, you know, it helps when you have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, but... You saw them, you know, look, he, he should have had more touchdowns because Tyler Lockett dropped one. Um, DK Metcalf had a chance to catch another one. So, um, you know, this was a very aggressive offense, and they built it off the play action. But, um, you know, they, they knew, the Giants knew they were going to take some deep shots. Um, Dory Jackson, you mentioned the fumble that he caused before. You know, he ended up uh, getting burned on the double move, and you know what that happens in the NFL. But um, I, I think the defense still, despite giving up those big plays, they did a great job. I mean, the, after the, the fumble on the punt team, they go right back out there. They hold them to a field goal. That's so challenging to do when you get off the field and all of a sudden you have a sudden change like that and you have to go back out there. So um, I thought they did a pretty good job um, battling through some of those resilient moments.
0: Live Nation presents Concert Week.
2: And it's a great point in the season for this team as well to take their bye week. Uh, Eight games down, nine games to go. But this week they will just have to rest, recover, self scout, um, and then coming back to face Houston at home at MetLife. There's only two more road games this season where they have to get on a plane. The other two road games, uh, Seattle, or I mean, sorry, uh, Washington and Philadelphia, are on a train. So that's kind of a limited travel second half of the season. But when you look at this bye week right now, with where this team stands, what's kind of be the most important element of that?
1: Well, I think for them, obviously, they've got to find a way to get some guys back. You know, I mean, we talked about the players that they've missed. You know, hopefully, they can get Bellinger back. Hopefully, they can get Evan Neal back. Um, Matt Parrott, they're they're going to they hoping to activate him, um, and hopefully, you can get some of those guys back. Kenny Galladay, defensively, yeah, yeah. Kenny Galladay would be nice for him to show up. Um, you know, Ojalari went on IR, so they missed him. O'Shane Zimenez did not play against Seattle. So, you know, getting those guys back should help. But I think really when you look at this second half of the season, it's all about the division right now. You know, yeah. Philadelphia is kind of running away with things right now. Um, they're undefeated. Dallas won. Washington won. So, you know, you want to get into the playoffs. you got to win the division. And, you know, that's that's tough right now. You're playing catch-up. You need some help when, when it comes to the Philly. And, of course, they get to play them. Um, you know, c- coming up, I think that game's actually getting flexed um, to Sunday Night Football, which is a good thing to have. But that's really the challenge because now, if you're going to get in the playoffs and you can't win the division, you've got to be a, you got to get in through the wild card. So, um, I-, I think offensively, the challenge is going to be how do we find a way to score some points? We've got to get start getting some points. Our defense is doing a great job. I think Wink Martindale has done a fantastic job with this defense, um, and you know, you could see the impact that he has had on them they, they don't really give up the big play um they lead the league in forced fumbles they're finding ways to to get turnovers. so um you know that's that's stuff to build on
2: yeah the second half of the season is really division heavy and the nfc east is the winningest division in football right now the eagles at 7-0 and the only undefeated team in the league right now and, and you know they haven't giants haven't played the eagles yet they haven't played washington yet they've only played dallas once so we'll see a lot of division football and uh, a lot of just let's wrap this season up you know with the keep it going keep it strong but you know what going into the bye week uh giants are six and two and uh that's a wrap for this week's rapid reaction sean unless you've got anything else to add
1: no sounds good happy halloween everybody
2: happy halloween boo scary all that good stuff for for super bowl champion sean o'hara i'm madeline burke thanks for hanging with us the Giants huddle podcast you can find the Giants huddle podcast on Giants.com slash podcast on the Giants app or on all popular podcast platforms and uh, we will see you next time